celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this almost Friday, Thursday, the 17th of day of February 2022. That is your date, 2172022. We welcome you to the show, coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. Here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk, 1400 a.m. in Las Vegas. Beautiful day here, too. Looking out the window of the studio, sun shining, sky blue, ground dry. 46 degrees right now outside the studios here in Las Vegas. We're going to get up to 64 degrees today, 64 on this 17th day of February. That's living pretty large weather-wise. And uh, thank goodness no wind out there. little breeze, but no wind. And we move on through this weekend. After the vacuum of the uh, Super Bowl last weekend, now we're going to start concentrating on getting the road to the Kentucky Derby. As you know, 79 days now, 7 hours, 35 minutes, and 16 seconds and counting, if you're counting. And we still don't have a uh, ruling on whether Medina Spirit will be officially named the Kentucky Derby winner of last year. Now, this going back and forth with the drug violation and back and forth with the uh, trainer being suspended, Bob Baffert, etc., you know, it's in limbo. And Baffert has a whole stable full of very talented three-year-olds, one of which, as a two-year-old last year, won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile and the Two-Year-Old of the Year Eclipse Award. Now, you know, when you... You're a two-year-old and has that type of credentials going into this year as a three-year-old. You're, the spotlight's on you for the Kentucky Derby, yet being trained by Bob Baffert, the win in the uh, Breeders' Cup Juvenile, and any win thereafter until this thing is settled. Horse is not going to get any uh, Kentucky Derby leader points. And, you know, we got a, a couple of races. Uh, we got a race coming up this weekend, the Risen Star. This thing's going to have 50 points. First 50-pointer in the leaderboard for the Kentucky Derby. The Risen Star. And it's a darn good, solid field in the Risen Star at the fairgrounds this weekend. Uh, but uh, the Baffert trainees aren't going to not going to have uh, any points so far. Now, coming up on Saturday, in addition to the Risen Star... You have the Rachel Alexandra, which is a race for three-year-old fillies on their way to the Fairgrounds Oaks and, of course, the Kentucky Oaks, aspiring to to do. The Risen Star, of course, is part of the uh, Louisiana Derby Series. And then you have uh, uh, some great undercard stakes races, the Grade 3 Mineshaft, Mile and 16th uh, for the older horses, four-year-olds and up. The fairground stakes, a grade three on the turf for four-year-olds and up. And the Colonel Power and Al Stahl Memorial. It's all coming up on Saturday at the fairgrounds. But, you know, the center 
of attention will be the Risen Star. And then we got a couple of weeks uh, from now on March 5th, uh, they'll swing the big day of racing over to uh, Gulfstream Park. Where you'll have, of course, the Fountain of Youth, the grade two. Another big stakes races with a lot of Kentucky Derby points. And the Devonna Dale for the three-year-old fillies on their way to the Florida Oaks and, of course, the uh, Kentucky Oaks. So a lot hanging in the balance here. And uh, the adjudicators are taking their time. And, you know, lawyers get involved with whatever decision is made. There's an appeal. And then that appeal is heard. Bada bing, bada bing, bada bong. And it keeps on going. But uh, we we got to get uh, some sort of resolution soon for the sake of, uh, you know, the, the horses especially, the racing fans looking forward to the Kentucky Derby, America's most famous horse race. And, of course, uh, Bob Baffert, the trainer. So we will wait and see on that. How's the weather, you ask? Well, you know what the weather is here in Las Vegas. It's a beautiful day here, but we'll be in our race books playing the races today. So how's the weather outside in the racing jurisdictions? Well, up and down the Pacific Coast, it's clear as a bell, but there's no racing today at Santa Anita. The Gulf Coast is clear right now, but there's a big swath of weather, rain, followed by snow in certain areas in the Midwest, right in the center of the, the country. And you know how the jet stream, it, go, it goes from west to east. So right now it's over Arkansas, Louisiana, ten, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio, up to Pennsylvania, upstate New York, way up in Maine. And it's running, it's just coming as that angle is right across the east coast. And you know that's going to give us some weather problems, not only maybe today, but certainly into the weekend. Today... There's no turf racing at Gulfstream Park. None. So the uh, turf races will come off the turf. There, ha- there are three on the nine race card today at Gulfstream. They are the third, seventh, and ninth races. Coming off the turf, and uh, they'll run it on the all-weather track there. Track is fast, but they say they're off the turf. I guess uh, they had a little moisture there overnight, a little rain. But the rain's coming right smack dab through the east coast and uh, the the mid-Atlantic area. So we'll wait and see how that uh, plays out for racing conditions around the country as we move through the weekend. Flight line. Plans are up in the air now. You know, he had a strained hawk. They say his set, it's not common either, a strained hawk. But that's a flight line setback right now. John Sadler said he's not going to speculate when Flightline might return to training, although some corners think that uh, he may be heading for the uh, Churchill Downs stakes at Churchill Downs before the Derby. We'll wait and see about that. But uh, he's going to be monitored at Santa Anita while x-rays are evaluated by uh, the outside veterinarians and answers later this week and the, at the earliest, they say. So we'll wait and stay tuned for that, the exciting racehorse flight line mandaloon impressed uh, trainer brad cox with his final major workout for the 20 million dollar saudi cup he worked six furlongs and one 11.80 at fairgrounds wow that's racehorse time so he's tightening the screws for the 20 million in the saudi cup coming up so uh that's all good stuff there. And, of course, uh, all the all the big racing this weekend, of course, at the fairgrounds. Sam Houston Park is going to have quite a few stakes races as well. And Laurel Park coming up with six stakes races that include the Grade 3 General George and the Grade 3 Barbara Fritchie. So good stuff coming up. Okay. Now, I uh, want to pass along a thought about a tournament player. Uh, this gentleman was a great tournament player. In fact, he won the Suncoast Tourney back in 2001 when I was uh, writing a column once a week for the Las Vegas Sun newspaper when it was the afternoon paper, separate from the Las Vegas Review Journal. Now it's in with the Review Journal in the morning. But uh, he won the Suncoast Tourney in 2001. Tommy Castillo uh, passed away. What a great guy he was. 
As a matter of fact, I want to thank uh, Tom Quigley on his tweet overnight when he found out about it. Actually posted that uh, Tommy had passed on. And he posted a column that I did in the Las Vegas Sun on Tommy when he won the Suncoast Tourney in 2001. And I remember because he won the tourney and didn't know about it until we called him up. He had been playing the tournament. This was at the Suncoast, the Suncoast Handicapping Tournament. But he promised his grandkids that he would leave in time to take them to a NASCAR uh, NASCAR event on Sunday. So he leaves after the second day of the uh, three-day tournament on uh, Saturday night at 4 o'clock. And unlike uh, the the tournament that uh, the NTRA just held, you can put in your, your, you could put in your contest place and leave if you needed to. And so he did. He put in, he had two uh, tickets, he had uh, two um, entries into the uh, contest, and he was in first and second place when he left. Now just think about that. This thing was like, uh, I think the total purse money was like 325 grand. But he made that promise to his family, and he was going to keep it for the kids. So as the leader in this tournament, all this, so he puts in his uh, picks and leaves, and one of them drew a blank, and the other one had $30 worth of winners, and the one that had $30 worth of winners was the second place one. But since he had the first place one, he won the tournament while he was in back in Texas going to the NASCAR race. And so he got a hold of him to tell him he won it. And he said his wife would be very pleased that he won, <laughs> he won it. Well, that's the kind of guy he was. Anyhow, Tommy has passed on, and we just wanted to make mention of that. And I want to thank Tom Quigley for yanking out that uh, story back in 2001 and put it on his uh, Twitter feed. All right, so today, Tommy Massis will be back with us. Jonathan Ardoon, of course. And uh, Jerry J, we're going to give John Lindo the day off. He's got some honeydew list things to do. So we're going to keep, uh, we're going to give him uh, the day off. So we'll be back with Tommy and Jonathan and, of course, Jerry J along. Try to get some picks out of these guys uh, for uh, today. Uh, Tommy had a nice second place finisher yesterday. Remember, he gave a simplify in the sixth race at uh, Gulfstream. Horse ran second, paid 1680 to place. Jerry J had a reverse uh, win. And so did Mr. Jonathan Ardoon at Tampa Bay. So we're going to ask these guys for more. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas for this uh, Thursday. I want to remind everybody out there that uh, now the uh, Kentucky Derby points get pumped up. This weekend's Risen Star will be the first 50-pointer 
in the uh, Kentucky Derby leaderboard. So, uh, you know, it's getting kind of dicey with, uh, I guess you can, if you wanted to, and you had that, uh, you have an opportunity to play the uh, Kentucky Derby Paramutual Future Book Pool that comes out at uh, from Kentucky, from Churchill Downs. You could pl- probably just bet all others. And then if uh, Baffert uh, gets finally a decision and it's okay, and his horses run in the Kentucky Derby, you'll get all of them in the all others. Yeah, that's a possibility. All right, here's the uh, menu of racetracks available today in the racebook. Simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post-time through broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific Time Zone. Because we're in the Pacific Time Zone here in Las Vegas. And so these will be the first post-times to roll out in our racebooks today. If you're listening uh, anywhere else that we stream, like our internet sites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global, or your devices, your smartphones, so you can get your KSHP phone app so you can hear us now streaming on your device. Or maybe uh, anywhere you get your podcasting. However, wherever, whenever you get us. First post times are that of the Pacific time zone. If you're not in it, adjust to it. Don't want you to miss anything like it. Of course, I miss mom and dad. All right. Here, then, is the menu of racetracks available on this Thursday. The 17th of February, 2022. We are there already. And we start out our menu with... Are you ready? You ready? You ready? Okay, all right. Just wanted to make sure you were ready. We start off at Gulfstream Park today. Their first post time is 9.30 Pacific time. Off the turf. Can't really say why, because the main track is labeled fast. You would think that if rain came through enough to soften the turf that it would uh, probably make the track muddy, but uh, who knows? Anyhow, they're off the turf. The track is fast. So the third, seventh, and ninth races at Gulfstream today will be transferred to the all-weather synthetic track. First post time, 9.30, and the Gulfstream Park Pick 6 jackpot cash in the jackpot is $634,141. That's the cash in there. But if you happen to be the only winner today in the Pick 6 jackpot, they will guarantee you a payoff of $900,000. Yeah. First post time, 9.30 at Gulfstream. All right, Fairgrounds is next. Fairgrounds has uh, nine races. They're getting ready for their big Saturday card there. First post time, 11.05 at the Fairgrounds. Nolens. Delta Downs. Follows nine races today. First post time, 11.25. 11.25 at Delta. Turf Paradise, Phoenix, Arizona. First couple of races are quarter horse races. Races three through eight will be thoroughbreds. That's how it lines up today for their eight race card. And uh, Turf Paradise has a first post time of 11.55. 11.55 today at Turf Paradise with a pick six jackpot carryover of $12,568. First post time to Paradise, 11.55. Sam Houston Park is next. Sam Houston Park had a big payoff yesterday. Their 50 cent pick six paid $50,632. That was yesterday at the Sam Houston. Today, Sam Houston Park has nine races. Their first post time is two o'clock. They have a super high five jackpot carryover still. That jackpot carryover, $26,002. That's Sam Houston's super high five jackpot carryover. And again, first post time is 2 p.m. Then you get to Turfway Park, who continues to have full fields. They have eight races today and full fields. Only two races have nine. The rest have 11 or more of the eight races at Turfway. Some good racing going on there, at least uh, by virtue of the... uh, quantity of horses. Turfway Park has a super high five carryover, just a regular super high five, $5,349. And their first post time at uh, Turfway is three fifteen. And then we get to Charlestown. Charlestown has nine races today. And they have a uh, pick six jackpot carryover of $3,625. And their first post time is 4 p.m. at Charlestown today. And that's your Thursday menu of racetracks. All right, time to go to Jonathan Hardoon. Jonathan, you got off the schneid, and you finally got uh, you got from second place to a winner yesterday at Tampa. Yeah, 
That's good. <laughs> it was a nice price too, Ralph. Uh, thirteen and change. It was thirteen forty. So get it started now. Yep, thirteen forty. That works. Well, I got to tell you, it was the thirteen forty payoff, and that was solid. But this horse was twelve to one on the morning line, so you had a few fans that were betting on that horse as well. Yeah, well, what could I tell you? Once in a while, <laughs> we guess right. No, you don't. You're not guessing. You're handicapping. We know you. you need, we know you do the work, but you know uh, sometimes horses don't run exactly the way we think they will. But in exactly. any but in any case, uh, so be it. That's for sure. Uh, you have any thought of why Gulfstream is off the turf, but the main track is fast? Apparently, they look to say, I mean, if it sprinkles, obviously, they take the races off the grass. They they save the grass races for the weekend because uh-huh. that's when they have their full fields. Yep, yep. I'm assuming, you know, and, and that's just common sense, I guess. They look for any opportunity to take it off, especially during the week. Well, officially, the track's fast. They're off the turf. They say it's mostly cloudy. The temperature's 77 degrees. The wind is east southeast at 17 miles an hour, and they got 74% humidity. So there you have it. Anything? Right, at, anything happening at uh, Gulfstream that uh, you say, oh, here's something that popped up, you know, like a bias or something? No, track is playing even. Obviously, it favors speed, you know. But for the most part, you could win from anywhere. And uh, the Pepita race has certainly changed. You used to have to come from dead last going long. You had no shot if you were on the lead. But that's changed. You know, again, may, maybe has to do with the weather. I don't know. But uh, it's a very hard surface to figure. That's for sure. All right. Uh, well, we will uh, work with that then. Uh, what do you got going there today? <laughs> we're going to look at the fourth race today. Guess what? It's on a Pepita. But I think I figured a horse out in here, Ralph. Mm-hmm. I like the number eight horse, Ali Z, a six-year-old mare from the Aubrey Marat barn, ridden by Tony Marat, six to one on the morning line. Her last two races, both of them sprinting on Tapita, either one of them good enough to get the job done here. There's enough early speed to set things up for her, and I like number eight, Ali Z, to upset and win today's fourth race out at Gulfstream Park. All right, the fourth race, uh, and the uh, horse you like is number eight, Ollie Z. And uh, that's your, your play here, Jonathan, at uh, Gulfstream. Nice fire to have furlongs on the main track. Number eight, Ollie Z, is your play. And uh, as far as the jockey training standings there, I guess uh, Luis Saez is still leading the jockeys with 86 wins. Tyler Gaffleon now steps into second at 53. Paco Lopez having a big meet there, 49. And a guy that I know you like, Junior Alvarado, is in uh, fourth place at 41, and the Ortiz brothers, I read, uh, has 25, and Jose has 19 so far in the uh, jockey standings there. At, uh, yeah, well, this, it's a long meet, and obviously a lot's going to change by the time it ends, but uh, <clears throat> that's the way it is now, and uh, you now, know, Todd we'll see what happens. Todd Pletcher's having a good meet. He's got 32 wins out of 99 starts, but Safi Joseph Jr., that had, uh, I guess, uh, 62 more starts at 161. has got 37 wins to lead the trainers. And Mark Cassie's in uh, third place. And Antonio Sano is in fourth. And uh, Jorge Delgado is in fifth. So Chad Brown is down there with 11 victories on the uh, on the meet so far. So, uh, Well, know, he really hasn't started many horses, Ralph. It's, it's really a, an unusual situation. Both Pletcher and, and Brown used to go... Yeah. When it came to Saratoga, mm-hmm. you know, they would be firing all their bullets, but it's apparently not the same. Uh, Pletcher runs less horses at Saratoga than he did in the past, and Brown really concentrates there, and he tries to have a super meet, and he usually does. He yeah. runs a lot more horses, and not in the Gulfstream, now it's all Pletcher, and Brown took a backseat, and... Uh, whether he's freshening his horses up at this time of year, whatever it is, but he certainly doesn't have as many starters as he does uh, the rest of the year all over the country. Yeah, that's true. But uh, Safi Joseph Jr. He's uh, he's running them, boy. He's got 161 uh, horses, uh, 161 starts already. Well, that's his home track, yeah. Ralph. He, yeah. You know, he, he ships all over the country, but his main his main races are there. All right, so uh, we're going to get in the uh, fourth race, number eight. Ali Z again. That's one pick. Where are we going with another? Standing at Gulfstream, are you? That's it. There's nowhere else. One pick today. <laughs> one pick today. That's it, Russ. 
One. That's it. Okay. All right. You're you're paring down now. Are you looking forward to the Risen Star? Are you starting to work on uh, those races at the fairgrounds for Saturday? I will uh, later in the day. All right. Now uh, we will have you, of course, on tomorrow. So you give us a preview of the Risen Star tomorrow because you won't be with us uh, uh, in person on Saturday or Sunday, right? That is correct. Sir. All right. You got it, my man. How's the weather, by the way, up in your part of the world? It's actually nice. It's in the 40s today. It's, uh, we're going to get some rain, but rain certainly beats snow. It certainly does, Ollie. And at 40 degrees, <laughs> it'll stay rain, that's for sure. It'll be cold, but it'll stay rain. All right, thanks a lot, uh, Jonathan. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Be well. Stay safe, bro. All right, when we come back, we're going to go to Tommy Masses. He's got a, he's got a look at Gulfstream as well. It's, it's the uh, primary track today on the race day show for this uh, light Thursday of racing. We'll be back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, back on race day. Time to go to Tommy standing by. Tommy Masses, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Tommy, uh, you had a nice uh, second-place finisher there in the sixth race yesterday, uh, Simplify. Was 30-1 to 1 on the morning line and, and held a good price because this horse ran second to a horse that was uh, paid 760. Was not the favorite, however, that won. It was the second favorite. But uh, Simplify ran second and paid nice 1680 to place. Wow. Yeah, well, I'm putting that race behind me. That was sick. Why? Well, you had him. Uh, did you have him just to win? No, I yeah, and I had an exact box of the four. I, I just didn't see the five outbreak in the four and sitting yeah. right where he was sitting. As soon as he was sitting there, I just like ripped my ticket. Yeah. Well, uh, you, know, you got a stone closer basically on my flank. Where if it was the four horse, I think I win the race and the four run second. Mm-hmm. It's just mind boggling. I read Ortiz Jr. Boy, he does uh, does some yep. uh, miracle stuff, don't he? Yeah, he's IRAT, yeah. so things change as personnel. But he only had a couple of winners yesterday. He was down to just two out of eight, but that's okay. Uh, one uh, too many, Ralph. One I know, too many. I know. You wish he only had one, <laughs> which was the last race winner. I wish he had eight of them, just not my race. Yeah. Seven of them. <laughs> that's for sure. Anyways. Well, uh, let's see. Yesterday, actually, the only race that paid over uh, nine bucks was the uh, fifth race. Frolic man paid twenty one twenty. Everything was uh, pretty much uh, close to being the favorite of the second favorite. That's for sure. Yeah, I guess uh, chalk scream. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't mind. I don't mind it. Like you know, if, if you got the winners, you can make money. If you don't have the winners, you can't make money. Yeah, whether does, they pay three dollars or thirty dollars, and it know. doesn't matter whether it's all weather turf or uh, the main track. But how now? How do you deal with horses that come off the turf and on the all weather? Do you change any of well, your uh, handicap. Yeah, let me speak to that. It yeah. rained from like 4 p.m. yesterday. Uh-huh. It didn't really stop all night. This morning you get up, it feels like 90 outside and it's sunny. So that's why they're off the turf and the main track is fast. Okay. And, and the turf is horrible. 
It's absolutely horrible. I watch replays. They they just can't even get a hold of it yesterday. Really? It's horrible. Believe me, they're doing the right thing. Now, they, I know that they took a – it used to be a wide, expansive turf course, but they took a piece of it, of course, uh, to put the all-weather track in there. But it's still – they they still move the rail railings in and out, and I know like uh, Jonathan was saying that they uh, kind of save uh, the uh, the turf course for the big weekend uh, turf races. But uh, if it's being already being chewed up like that, Tommy, we we've got a good uh, piece of the Gulfstream Championship meet to go, and the bigger races and the bigger days are coming up. Yeah, I, I look at it this way: yesterday, there you know there was they left the races on the turf and horses in there that wanted the tequila scratch though, so. <laughs> you know, if you want full field, you know, without the tapita, it's 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 a mess. You get three horse dirt field. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what people complain about. Just just get used to it. it. I know it's not easy. It's you know, I'm I'm a guy who plays woodbine tapita, and it's hard for me this Gulf Spring tapita. But I'd rather bet on a ten horse race that's hard than a three horse race that's easy. Now, we know that right now uh, some of the jocks that have been riding up at, uh, uh, in Canada at Wool, uh, Woodbine, and, of course, I would imagine they'll be back when the meet starts in April. Uh, Dice Fukumoto is rising, riding right now and had a couple of winners so far at Santa Anita. But I, look, I looked at uh, Kimura is riding at Gulfstream. He had a winner yesterday and paid 780 No, he, he wasn't on the horse. Oh, uh, he wasn't? No, he had, I, I think he had mounts at Turfway. Jose Ortiz rode that one. Oh, okay. I, it was a late change, but Kamura was at Turfway yesterday, so it must have been a real late change because when I looked at uh, when I was watching the uh, the race, of course I did not see the post parade. I was doing something else at the time, but uh, I didn't. I'll tell you that. one thing: he missed the boat there. You know, you get on a horse for Wesley Ward, that would yeah. have been a, a steer job. <laughs> yeah, would would have helped Somebody his age. Better eight. wake up in that in that uh, barn. You know, the, the kid would have that's a big opportunity to ride for Wesley Ward. Yeah, the kid uh, certainly his agent would have been uh, more comfortable walking down the shed road to get more mounts out of Wesley after winning a race like that in the fourth yesterday. But uh, so be it. I would imagine that Camara thought he had better chances at uh, Turfway then. Yeah, who knows with the weather and all that. You know, what do you do? Do you? I don't know how many he had at Turfway, but if you got three or four at Turfway all week. You come back for one, I don't know. I would have. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, too. Now, a lot of the jockeys from Canada are s- spread out at uh, other racetracks, or is this just two guys that are, are testing waters in other places? Well, uh, our leading jockeys, Hernandez, Hernandez, Rafael Hernandez has yeah. been at Gulfstream, took yeah. a little break, but it's still back there. Uh, Kamura and Fukimoto. I know Justin Stein is not riding. He's in Hallandale, but he's on the beach every day with his with his family. Oh, that's nice. Good to uh, get a little art. Yeah, he's an older guy. He's an older guy, you know, so he's got to heal up and get ready. I don't blame him. Uh, I don't know. Louis Contreras usually goes out west somewhere, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure what the rest of them are doing. You know, it's it's a long it's a long haul at Woodbine going from April to December, so. I don't blame them if they race, and I don't blame them if they take some time off. Now, uh, Tommy, you uh, teased us yesterday with, uh, since you won't be with us tomorrow or the weekend, about uh, 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 the Risen Star Stakes. So uh, why don't you lay that on us? Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I, I'm in love with uh, with uh, Glockenberg. They're the owners that Donetti Dorochenko trains for. I've made some nice hits off of them. So when they put a horse like Russian Tank in a race where he's going to be 400 to 1, I, I just get all excited. He looks like he has no chance, but I'm betting on Russian Tank. You know, Donetti Dorochenko win one of those big races in New Orleans years ago with like a 100 to 1 shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was Hero of Order, but those are sneaky connections. And other than that, you know, hey, if you want me to tweet you what I like for Saturday any day, you just tell me, but... I, I just saw that the, you know, a horse that has no chances in there, and that's their modus operandi. Well, tell everybody your Twitter account, uh, so when you tweet it out, everybody listening can uh, check it out on their. On no, their... I could I could I could text it to you if you want. If you want to just get my stuff on the show, it's up to you. Yeah. Okay. Well, we could do that, but I mean, you have a Twitter account too, correct? Yes. Yes, I do. But uh, just to be honest with you, like once the races start, you don't. Um, no, you, you don't know, tweet. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, that, that, no, no pinging and binging on my phone all day. Yeah, right. I uh, Our Twitter account, we uh, post what we're going to do on the show each morning, and that's about it. All right, so Russian Tank is the two-horse in that race. Uh, 
uh, Jose Vega is going to ride for your trainer, Dorchenko. And you say that yeah. you're, you're taking the angle that uh, why is he there type of thing. I basically, that's, you know, on the, I'll be honest with you, that's what I follow at the fairground. The, the only thing I do, I look for, it's they've had different trainers over the years. I think this is Donati's third start with uh, the Glockenberg horses, but I just found them. They just get, nobody, you know, they get value every time they run. They seem to pop at big prices. So the first thing I look at, you know, does Benetti Dorachenko have any horses at the fairgrounds? Mm-hmm. You know, and he's got a couple tomorrow, and that that's what I look for. Because these guys, you know, they pop. Like, you can see Russian Tank popped at 28-1 to 1 early in the meet. I hit that horse. The one I gave you at the fairgrounds last week, which paid $10, should have been 1-5, to five, yeah. you know, yeah. was a Glockenberg horse, uh, Benetti Dorachenko. So just somebody to keep an eye on. Well, now uh... – you, you do know that, I mean, this is like one of those races you try to get your horse involved in the road to the Kentucky Derby. Maybe they think he's got a big shot to do that as well. Yeah, either that or he's as mad as a hatter. So. <laughs> well, that, some, that sometimes works, you know. Yeah, it's my it's my secret to my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy. Uh, we had a nice sixteen eighty place where she has a lot of people who listen to the show uh, usually play the handicappers when the prices are big, win and play. So, uh, what are we doing today at Gulfstream? Okay, race number nine. Uh, I guess it's a mile or a mile seventy yards under the pita. Mm-hmm. Key scratch in here. Number two, just in time for wine. One of the main speed horses with scratch uh-huh. uh, got scratched. So. I think it leaves number six, Alato. First time, Sappy Joseph, eight to one in the program. You know, I'm assuming three, four to one, but Alato, number six, Alato is my best bet of the day in race nine. Now, was this horse uh, transferred from another trainer to uh, Sappy Joseph, or was he uh, by virtue of a claim? No, it, it was previously trained. The owner just took him from Antonio Sano and gave him to Sappy Joseph. Oh, okay. And the All horse right. has been running good already in that, you know, but. He looks like Lone Speed in here. I like him as Lone Speed more than the trainer change, even though, you know, I think Sappy Joseph's a great trainer. Yeah, he is. Well, he's leading trainer right there at the Gulfstream right now. See, so in the ninth race, your best play of the day comes in the ninth and final. Now off the turf, on the all-weather, doesn't matter to you, in the ninth race, because of a key late scratch in the race of a speed horse, you like the six Alado, the six Alado at 8-1 to one is your play in the ninth race at Gulfstream, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, anything else uh, you got to yeah. dangling dangling out there? Yeah, race five, uh, number two, Bonnie's the best, 10 to 1. I wouldn't take less than 10 to 1. You know, the horse doesn't seem to have as good as figures, but it's had trouble the last two, you know, consistent sort. It's going to need a pace set up. The jockey's been struggling. You know, every time I bet him, he seems to get in trouble. But, you know, if I get 10, 11, 12 to 1, hopefully more on Bonnie's the best, I'm going to take a swing at that horse, too. All right, the fifth race, which is the uh, final race in the early pick four and early pick five. Fifth race, number two, Bonnie's the best. Got a couple of late scratches out of that race, but the two, Bonnie's the best at 10 to 1 on the morning line is Tommy's play there. Uh, but uh, Yeah, but- and I will box it with number three, uh, Blind Sight, who's owned by a friend of mine, Peter Renato, so uh, I got to play him or else I'll be out of the wheel. Now, well, I mean, have you talked? Uh, I know that uh, sometimes owners don't know what their horses are going to do, but uh, does is he one of those owners that uh, keeps track of his horses? No, not really. He's a lawyer. He's always busy. So uh, he just told me a week ago this ho- a horse is going to be running in Florida. If he wins, go, and go down and take your picture. Oh, so, okay. So if you're picking Don- Bonnie's the best, but if Blind Sight wins, we're going to see you in the winner's circle? I don't know. It's about an 80-foot walk by that, you know. <laughs> All I'm right. there to work, Ralph. I'm not there to arouse. That's right. Uh, and by, by the way, Blind Sight is 7-2 with Javier Castellano, so you're going to take the price with the two-horse. Bonnie's the best, which is your play yeah, in, the, in and, the fifth race. And it's not just because of the owner, but if the race does somehow get enough speed to fall apart, the, the you know, the two and three will both be coming. All right. Well, that's good enough. Now, uh, of course, we won't have you until next Wednesday. And again, in the Risen Star, you're going to take a shot with Russian Tank, the two-horse Russian tank in the Risen Star based on the fact that why is he there? Yeah, no, just I, I follow this trainer and I, and I uh, you know, it's more following the owner. Uh, Donati trains for himself, Clover Hill Farms, but I've been following the, the Glockenberg horses and I just, 
would tell everyone to pay attention to these guys, especially when they're big prices. Yeah, they when they come to come to town, they mean business then, right? Yes, sir. All right. Thanks a lot, Tommy. Appreciate that. We will talk to you next week. And in the meantime, have a great weekend of racing. You too. Good luck, everyone. All right. You got it, my man. We'll be right back. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. The Race Day Las Vegas show heard mornings Pacific Time, Wednesday through Friday, 7 to 8 a.m., Saturday and Sunday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Sports Talk, 1400 a.m. Streaming and archive on RacedayLasVegas.com and on the KSHP phone app. You can reach us at the website, on Twitter at RacedayLVRalph, or at RacedayLasVegas at Cox.net. Have a great race day. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Just uh, a few items uh, to check with you. Number one, uh, there'll be special Monday racing at some of the racing emporiums because of the President's Day holiday on Monday. That is the reason why Aqueduct is not racing today. They're switching today to Monday. So when Aqueduct uh, begins, like Santa Anita, when they uh, start racing tomorrow, Friday, they go through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, a special uh, President's Day racing program. And a lot of the racetracks will jump on Monday as well. We won't have a Monday President's Day show, but there will be a special racing at those uh, racing uh, racetracks. We also want to remind you that the Twin Q at Station Casinos was not hit on Sunday. And because of that, the carryover is going to be $7,177.60 for a Twin Q that will be uh, uh, available tomorrow. So tomorrow's Twin Q at Station Casinos will feature a carryover from Sunday of $7,177.60. One final, one final note while we're waiting for uh, Jerry to show up is, uh, the uh, you know, we talk so much about the Kentucky Derby. Uh, prep races around the country. But, you know, the Kentucky Oaks is always a big race, too. And, of course, that's the Friday before the Derby. And a lot of the racetracks that have the uh, Derby preps and the Derby uh, series of races uh, for their derbies leading, feeding into the Kentucky Derby also have uh, companion races for the three-year-old fillies. The Rachel Alexandra is one of them at the uh, fairgrounds on Saturday as well. And when you look at the 11-horse field, you see that uh, Doug O'Neill has sent out a three-year-old filly to run in that race. Her name is Awake at Midnight, a, uh, an offspring of Nyquist. And i got to tell you, Nyquist is um, a very uh, potent sire. So let's keep that in mind. Mario Gutierrez is going to go out there and ride for Doug O'Neill in the uh, Rachel Alexandra aboard Awake at Midnight. And, of course, uh, in the Risen Star. Uh, Doug has uh, his uh, horse that was very impressive in his last race, Slow Down Andy, and Mario will ride that as well. So we'll wait and see how O'Neill does at the fairgrounds on the weekend. But uh, 
keep an eye on those uh, big races for three-year-old fillies, too, uh, to get a gauge on the Kentucky Oaks the day before the Kentucky Derby. Now we're going to go to uh, Mr. Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Yeah. Um, I know you were, you have always been. You always liked Nyquist, even when he was racing, right? You thought he was. Oh, he was a wonderful horse. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he was close to a great one. He's very fast. Uh, magnificent two-year-old. I mean, his races as a two-year-old, particularly the Breeders' Cup Juvie, mm-hmm. was um, just off the charts. If you remember him from the 12 post at Keeneland, breaking badly, getting all sorts of trouble, yeah. being wide both turns, and then he just powered by the field like they were just common horses. And uh, he was the first one since what Street Sense, who uh, then went on to win the Kentucky Derby, if I get that correctly, the first one to do the, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile and the and the Kentucky Derby since Street Sense. And I think they're the only, they were only two at that time. So. Your, uh, your quick impression of the... Uh the regulatory actions now, and the regulatory thing about the uh, the whip violations and the and the uh, riding crop uh, limits at the racetracks around the country. Any any thoughts about that? Well, yeah, what, they can't do anything right about it because okay. it's all wrong to begin with. Uh-huh. <laughs> because uh, following uh, the action, the regulatory action that California has put in place in other jurisdictions, I guess Kentucky is now begun fining and suspending jockeys for riding crop violations in the state. And two jockeys last week at Turfway got sanctioned. One of them was the leading jockey, Geraldo Corrales, who was, uh, f- got a $500 fine for exceeding the allowable use of the riding crop. So it's, it's, it's uh, no pun intended, but it's cropping up all over the place. It is. It's cropping up, and it's, um, it's, uh, just, it's just, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an overreaction in my opinion, um, and it's a very political thing, and it's not really, um, from what I can see, in the best interest of the horses, the horsemen, or the betters. But um, th- this is the lay of the land. This is what they're doing. And uh, one thing I will say is that uh, the, ho- the the jockeys, one thing I do actually like about this is, mm-hmm. uh, in, in one regard is that the, the crops sort of even things out amongst jockeys. Mm. The old crop, because if you were a, a, an okay rider with okay hands, but a good got a good whip, you could match up with the better riders. Um, now there's going to be a huge difference in the ability of riders. You're going to see that's one of the reasons why Flavian Pratt Pratt is uh, so good, or and I read Ortiz for that matter is so good because they can coax the horses with their hands and their bodies. And uh, unfortunately, that creates, um, when the jockeys are out of balance in terms of their competitive ability, mm-hmm. uh, the price on the boards drives down. And um, so to me, the game is richest when the value is uh, greatest. And to me, it's, I, you can see a real, a real drive down in the, um, in the value. So a lot more eight to fives and two to ones and two to ones, then five to twos and five to twos, then three to ones and so forth. So we're seeing a, a real compression of odds and payoffs. Well, now, I, would that reflect also on the batch betting that's going on? Yeah, I think so. I think the batch betting, from what I've always been able to understand, mm-hmm. was that they they just basically look for what they, what they consider overlays or advantages. And so... Naturally, if there's any um, if there's any advantage in the odds board with, say, an Irad Ortiz uh-huh. or uh, or Flavian Pratt, that'll be long gone before you get to go bet it. But it'll disappear right off the board. So uh, yeah, because they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna arbitrage basically. They're gonna they're gonna bet into any into any area where they think there's plus equity. Uh, plus e- plus equity uh, based on the statistical value of that outcome. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, just I mean, look, what I mean, you 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 and John discuss it mm-hmm. almost every day. What the jockeys are in California, and Flavian Prout's winning fifty-two, and the next guy is John Valesco, who's a, a Hall of Famer, who's just a world-class jockey. Yeah. He's half the amount. Is that right? Did yeah. I, yeah. You got twenty-six, but you know, uh, I can. You know, there are certain jockeys out there you can say have finesse and all that and have a good agent, blah, 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 blah. But there are just certain jockeys out there that you know have a gift. They have just a, an, 
a talent that you can't describe. It's just there, and Flavian Prat is one of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the, 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 there's you could do studies about uh, how many uh, times they're in photo finishes, and yeah. you'll see they win a, way, a disproportionate amount of it. It's just like... I remember once we did that on Richard Migliori, you know, yeah. talked about a, a great jockey who probably didn't get quite the notoriety he deserved. Yeah. But at one time when he was, uh, I think we did it, he was in his third year, he, he won 70% of his photo finishes. Ooh, doggy. Good stuff. Think about what that means to you. Absolutely. A, uh, uh, An inch is as good as a mile in this business. And by the oh, way, yeah. we want to give you credit for a reverse uh, selection yesterday. One of your link-ups beat your key horse. Came back with yeah. the exacta trifecta and superfecta with the link-ups. And so with about two minutes left on the show, we need a couple of plays for today. Okay, let's do it. Let's go to the first race, Ralph. Um, uh, vintage Girl, we're, go- we're off the turf and on the all-weather track. I just want to mention that. This yeah. was always set for the all-weather track at a mile and a, approximately a mile and a 16th. The three-horse Vintage Girls coming off a claim to, for Amador Sanchez. And uh, I just like the horse an awful lot, and I, this claim makes me like him even more. Uh-huh. I'll take the three horse in the first race down to two to one. I'll play the three, a win bet, and play the three with the six, seven, ten, and eleven. Do my reverses. All right, first race post time nine thirty our time, so you got about an hour and a half to go in the first race. The three is the key. The linkups are six, seven, ten, eleven, and reverse two dollar ROI on the three in the first at Gulfstream. One more. Okay, let's go to the uh, seventh race. This was turf. It's going to the all-weather track at a mile and 70. Number five, this is a very well-matched race, and you uh-huh. can make a case for almost anybody in the race. Okay. I just want to say that ahead of time. Right. But I'm going to go with number five, Super All-Star. I think he's going to sit the perfect trip. Um, I think there's a lot of speed in the race. That might actually uh, help this horse. And he's outside, and most of the, the better competition to me is inside. I always like the outside a little better on the AWT. So I'm going to make my win place bet on the five at nine to two, looking for value. Play the five over the one, two, four. Of course, reverse them, but the five, that's my pop-out key in race number seven. All right, seventh race, the five, super all-star. The five over one, two, four, and reverse. $2 ROI, two to win on the five in the uh, seventh at Gulfstream. want to remind everybody that the uh, rest of the Power Page uh, stuff, your entire Power Page for today at Gulfstream, available right now at the Station Casino Racebooks. All right, we wrap up our almost Friday-Thursday show by reminding you that we'll be back on Friday for real. God willing, and the crick don't rise. So in the meantime, one more thing to say on a beautiful fall day here in Las Vegas, and that is... Have a great race day, everybody.